This podcast is intended to uplift, inspire, and in some cases, educate you on how to create a life that feels good. I am not a health professional, and the information and advice shared on this show should not be taken in replacement for any information or direction given to you by a healthcare professional. If you or someone you know is struggling with your health or mental well-being, please reach out to a healthcare professional in your area. For more information and resources on mental health support, please visit laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash mental health or see the link in the show notes. Hi there, I'm Laura, a teacher turned creator, and this is Fill Up Your Cup, the podcast with a mission to help you feel inspired, motivated, and empowered to show up for yourself and create a life that feels good. We're putting the personal back in personal development as we navigate this journey of self-awareness, self-compassion, and growth together. Because together, And with the right mindset, we are all capable of change and living a life that truly fills us up. Today, we are talking about boundaries, or rather we're coming back boundaries because we have talked about boundaries before, but I wanted to talk about a specific type of boundary today, which links to something that comes up a lot on this podcast, which is time. How can we use time boundaries to improve our self-care practices? And I'm really excited to dive into this topic because it's one that you guys ask about a lot. It's a a request that comes up a lot in the listener's question cup is episodes on boundaries. And of course, Probably the most common question that I get asked, the most common question that I answer in different ways through the podcast is how can I make more time for self-care or what can I do when I don't have a lot of time for self-care? So we're going to look at that from a different angle today by looking at boundaries. So boundaries, what are they? If you haven't heard me talk about boundaries before or you've heard the term boundaries come up in terms of your well-being, emotional, physical mental well-being, but you're not 100% sure what a boundary means, that's okay. Boundaries is just a term that's used to, I think, really visualize this idea of creating a rule or a non-negotiable for yourself to protect yourself or your space or your time or your energy. So a boundary is a rule, it's a non-negotiable, it's a line that you don't want someone to cross anymore to protect your space, energy, time, or your physical well-being in some cases. When it comes to self-care, boundaries are, in Nedra Glover Tabob's words, who is the author of Set Boundaries, Find Peace, which is a highly recommended read if you want to learn more about boundaries or it's a topic that makes you feel uncomfortable and intimidated because you've no idea where to start. But Nedra says that boundaries are actually the foundation of self-care. And the more that I've reflected on this and having read Nedra's book and having talked so much around this topic of self-care, the more that I agree with this, your self-care practice begins where your boundaries do. You can have all the best intentions in the world to build a self-care practice that feels good for you. 
But if you don't get clear on your boundaries first, if you don't set good boundaries around that self-care practice before you begin it, it's going to fall apart pretty quickly, especially in terms of time boundaries. And that's what we're going to look at specifically today. There are so many different kinds of boundaries we can set. I've done a couple of episodes on digital boundaries, which I will link in the show notes because that's a really interesting side of setting boundaries as well and something that's really relevant to all of us in this digital world that we live in now. But today I wanted to look at time boundaries because one of the biggest blocks or hurdles that I hear about when it comes to self-care that comes up time and time again is that there isn't enough time for it. And I get it. We all have busy lives. We all have very full lives. We all have a lot of responsibilities. We're all working with the same hours in the day and we're all trying to divide those hours up as best as we possibly can. And finding time in our own time to dedicate back to ourselves can sometimes be one of the hardest things to do because of the ideas that we have around our other people's expectations of us, our responsibilities, and some of the guilt and shame that comes up around giving time back to ourselves. So time boundaries are boundaries that we create to protect our time and energy so that we have time for self-care. So that looking after ourselves becomes a non-negotiable part of our time and our routine. We need time boundaries because often we say we don't have enough time for self-care. We don't have time to do the things that we like to do for joy or for leisure or for, for fun. But what I want you to reflect on before we dive any further into this episode is to reflect on a time where you cleared space in your week, whether that was a holiday or just a weekend or you had this chunk of time that was suddenly open and free to you that or you were looking forward to and it was coming up and it was this free block of time think about like your holidays summer vacation a long weekend and as soon as you arrive at that chunk of time it immediately becomes filled with other things and not with the things you said you'd do so for me every year I say I'm gonna read more I say every week that when it comes to the weekend, I'm going to make time to read. Or when it comes to the holidays, I'm just going to take this stack of books that I have that I've wanted to read and I'm just going to read them and do nothing else. But as soon as the holidays come around or as soon as the weekend comes around, other things fill in that time and those books do not get read. And sometimes it's like housework or like chores that we fill into this these empty blocks of time because we feel like we should use our time to be practical and productive. And sometimes it's other things like just watching TV or watching movies or just scrolling on social media. These things that take up a lot of our time but give us nothing as an outcome other than having done nothing. In the absence of a time boundary, other things will fill into our time, even if it's low energy tasks like watching TV. And here's why. We need to set boundaries around our time for others, and for ourselves. Often the focus of boundaries is setting boundaries for others to protect us, our physical self, our time, our energy, our emotional well-being from other people. 
to protect a part of us that we don't want to share with someone else or to protect us from the energy of another person and how they drain from us. That tends to be the big focus around setting boundaries. And that's super important as well. But I think something that gets overlooked a little bit when it comes to this conversation about setting boundaries is that sometimes the one that we need to set the boundaries with is ourselves. And if we can't uphold boundaries that we set for ourselves, how can we expect ourselves to uphold other people when we set boundaries for them? So I think one of the first things to consider if you're new to this concept of setting boundaries for your self-care purposes is to focus on setting a boundary for yourself before you set a boundary for someone else because it's going to give you a good format in terms of how to set that boundary and how to hold yourself accountable and give yourself that practice so that in the future maybe you can hold someone else accountable to a boundary. Both setting a boundary for someone else and setting it for ourselves means that the time we clear stays free for the purpose that we intended. So if we set the boundary and we say that we need this time for X purposes, the creation of the boundary means that we either hold someone else accountable or we hold ourselves accountable, that we will show up to that time and do the thing that we've set it aside to do because we've communicated to someone else or to ourselves that that's what we're gonna use it for. And as a consequence, it holds us accountable to making that time for ourselves. So when it comes to self-care, when the problem around time comes into the conversation about self-care, that we don't have time for self-care, that we feel selfish or guilty about making time for self-care. When we create a boundary and we communicate a boundary around time and stating that we're going to use it for self-care, some self-care focused activity, then we hold ourselves accountable to show up for ourselves during that time. So there's a lot to gain from setting ourselves some time boundaries. What we're gonna look at today is an exercise, a reflection exercise with a few questions to help us figure out, do we need a time boundary for ourselves or someone else? So do you need to set a time boundary for yourself or do you need to set it for someone else? We're gonna figure out what that time boundary might be And when we get to the end of this reflection, we're going to have written out our boundary so it's ready to communicate either for ourselves so we can put it up somewhere and hold ourselves accountable or to someone else so that we can create this boundary around this time to do this thing that we want to do to fill into ourselves. If you want to work alongside me, uh, maybe pause the episode Go and grab your journal or open up the notes app on your phone and answer these questions along with me. If not, you can come back to this part in the episode. I'm going to bookmark it because now I can do that. So you can find it as a chapter in the episode and just come back to it whenever you're ready to do the reflection. So do you need a time boundary for yourself or someone else? The first question that I want you to reflect on is what is one thing that you would like to have more time for. This can be anything. It doesn't have to be what you would consider quote unquote self-care related because as we've talked about many times on this show, self-care is anything that you do to take care for your to take care of yourself. Sometimes that's more practical, well-being related things like 
exercise or going to the doctor or going to the dentist. But sometimes it's just things that bring you joy because they fill you up and make you feel fulfilled. So what is one thing that you have been saying for a long time that you would like to have more time for? Don't overthink it, just write it down. Next question, very practical, get real with yourself. If you did make time for that thing, how much time would you need for it to get something out of it? So be realistic here. Do you need a half an hour in a week for it? Do you need 10 minutes a day every week? How much time do you need and what would that look like? So what do you want more time for and how much time would you need for it? So let's just be practical and realistic. Don't overthink where the time's going to come from. Just be honest. How much time would you need to do this thing each week that you want to have more time for? The third question that I want you to ask yourself and reflect on is to look at your current weekly routine. So reflect on your weekly routine. What is one thing that takes more of your time than you would like it to or than it needs to? Now, if it's a small thing, you might want to look at what are a few small things that you could put under one umbrella term that currently take more of your time than you would like or than they need to. So for example, it might be admin. Maybe spend more time than you would like every week answering emails, responding to messages, calling people on the phone, whatever that would look like for you. So what is one thing in your current weekly routine that shows up regularly in your week? Or maybe it's something that you just do once a week, but it takes more time than you would like or that you think it needs to. Question number four, thinking about that thing that takes up more time than you would like or than you think it needs to. Do you currently give so much time to that task because of an expectation from someone else or from yourself? So are you giving this task so much of your time because you think someone else expects you to give that much time or because it's something that you have set an expectation for yourself that you believe you have to give it a certain amount of time? So where is the expectation around the time coming from that you're currently giving to this thing? Is it something that you're doing because you think it's what someone else needs? Is it something that you're doing because maybe someone else has communicated that that's the time it needs? Or is it something that you are giving time to unnecessarily in huge amounts because of something that you've created and as an idea in your mind that it, that's the time that it needs? So where is the expectation coming from? Someone else or yourself. The fifth thing that we're going to ask ourselves and we're going to reflect on is if you were to take some time from that task that currently takes up more time than you would like or that you think that it needs and direct it to that thing that you want more time for, what might that look like practically? So you're going to take what you reflected on already. So first of all, you've already identified what you'd like to give more time to. You've already given it a set amount of time. Okay, maybe it's 10 minutes a day, maybe it's a half an hour in the week. You've already identified something in your life that is taking too much time. Now practically look at the amount of time that you would need to do that thing you want more time for and how could you borrow it from that task that's taking too much of your time. What might that look like practically? When I say practically, what I mean is, do you need to delegate a part of that task to someone else so that you can free up some time for yourself? Does giving that task that's taking too much time right now mean 
looking at how you work and your current workflows and optimizing a little bit more. So for example, I recently saw a, a really great out of office reply um, where someone had set up an automatic out of office. If you emailed them, you get you know one of those emails that bounce back, bounces back automatically. I use one every weekend and in mine, I clearly state what my working days and my working hours are. So if someone emails me outside of those times, they know why I haven't responded. But this person in their one, they had put that they only answer emails on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So you know on a Tuesday and Thursday, if you email them, you're not gonna hear back from them until the next day that they answer the emails. And I really loved that because when it came through, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea to have days that are designated email responding days because if you're doing that, it means you can give more time and focus to the time you're spending on your emails and it's not just something you're doing every single day that's taking up time and you're not really being mindful of how much time you're dedicating into actually writing replies and using it as the resource that it is. So there's an example of a practical way that maybe that person looked at a task that was taking up more time than they wanted it to, which was responding to emails daily. They decided they're going to do it only on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And they dedicate X amount of time to responding to emails on those days. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they've freed up a chunk of their time to do something else. We don't know what that is. Maybe it's something else work-related, or maybe it's to have more time to do something that brings them joy or fulfills them or that they just find fun. So From a practical standpoint, if you were to take some time from that task that's taking too much of your time and give it the amount of time that you would need weekly to do that thing you want more time for, what might that look like practically? The final part of your reflection is you are going to write your boundary. Now, a couple of questions back, we identified where the expectation for this time was coming from. Is it coming from someone else? Or is it coming from you? And you're going to use the source of the expectation to help you writing your boundary. Because either if the expectation is coming from someone else, you're writing that boundary for them. And if that expectation is coming from you, which more than likely when you've done this reflection, you'll realize it is coming from you or you thinking that you need to do this to please someone else then you're actually writing the boundary for yourself. And even if you're setting a boundary for yourself, I want you to do the exercise of writing the boundary and creating this kind of communication or this written document of your boundary so that you have a way to uphold yourself, especially if it's not a boundary for someone else. But if it is a boundary for someone else, you're gonna write the boundary so you can get really clear on the boundary before you communicate it. So in writing your boundary, I want you to reflect on how would you communicate this time boundary to someone else or to yourself? Write out the boundary, clearly outlining the needs and the expectation, which we've already reflected on in our previous questions. So how much time do you need? What is the reason that you need it? Where is this time coming from? And how are you going to manage that? What is the boundary? What are the expectations? Write out your boundary. How you how are you going to communicate it with compassion to someone else? Just be clear. You don't have to be, you know, blunt about it. Just be clear. This is something that's taking up too much of my time right now. I'm going to use this amount of time to do it instead. And this is how I'm going to streamline that. And instead, the time I'm gaining, 
I'm going to take and give it to something else. So write out the boundary clearly, outlining the needs and the expectations. If the boundary is for you, I want you to write it out or print it out and put it somewhere that you're going to see it because your challenge for this week, you know, I'm all about the inspiration and the implementation. So let's hold ourselves accountable. Your challenge for this week is to use this reflection exercise that we have done to create a time boundary and to follow through doing that thing that you answered in your first question as something you want more time for. So by this time next week, you should have either created that boundary for yourself or communicated it to someone else so that you have freed up some small amount of time to do that one thing that you wanted more time for. And I'll be practicing alongside you. I'm going to be setting a boundary for myself this week to carve out some dedicated time for my reading so my books are not keeping, staying stacked up on my bedside table, but I'm finally creating that boundary with myself to set aside some time for reading every single week. So be sure to connect with me on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook and Instagram as at Pod. Let me know how your boundary setting goes. Are you communicating it with someone else? If you want, you can share your boundary with me as a way to hold yourself accountable. Just send it to me as a DM and we'll be accountability buddies together. If you liked this episode, please let me know in the reviews if you found this idea of a time boundary helpful. If you found this exercise helpful, let me know. Share your thoughts in the reviews. And if you haven't done so already, what are you waiting for? Be sure to like and subscribe to the show so you never miss out on new episodes. I hope that this episode is going to give you something practical that by this time next week, you will have carved out some time to do something that makes you feel good. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you feel a little less alone in your personal development journey and a little more inspired to do something today to show up for yourself. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming app or platform. And if you want even more weekly inspiration, then head on over to Instagram or Facebook and follow the show as at fillupyourcuppod. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. So do one small thing today to pour into yours and start creating a life that feels good for you.